This is the Wildernet Podcast for Saturday, June 7th, 2014, episode 17. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. My name is Shane. Joining me is... Eric. 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 Hi, Eric. How are you? Hello. Hey, I'm pretty good. Pretty, good deal, man. Pretty good. Good to hear. Uh, we don't normally talk about this. Felt like doing it this time, but uh, what uh, are you? Uh, are you drinking anything there, sir? I'm sorry, I was busy drinking something. What was that? Nice. I'm just curious uh, if you are consuming any yeah. beverages today. Uh, today I'm drinking a uh, Dornfelder sweet red wine. That's that sounds awesome. How sweet is it? It's kind of like the Door County wine, but less sweet. Not dry, not too sweet. It's just right. God, we just can't stop talking about Wisconsin, can we? Uh, and I'm okay. drinking and compared to <laughs> I'm drinking an ale asylum Ambergeddon, uh, which I think that's a Milwaukee. I think that's Milwaukee, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. like yeah, the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Ale House, that whole thing. Oh, it says Madison, Wisconsin. So ale asylum, I guess, is in Madison. Yeah, well, mine's brewed in well Illinois, I think, or at least it's. It, Imported? I don't know. Who knows? Gotcha. So, sir, how are you? How are you? Well, summer uh, kicked in, and so did my allergies, which then came a six-day cold. Today is day seven, so I'm actually feeling better, luckily. Good, yeah. Uh, I had a day, a day or two of sickness myself. I don't know if you had anything to do with that or not, but I won't hold it against you. We won't drink out of the same glass ever again. <laughs> At least not when we're deathly ill. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, I don't like being sick. I kind of freak out and get into uh, what I call denial and do whatever I want anyways, which doesn't yeah. help, which is probably why I was sick for seven days almost. Yeah, I think I was sick a lot. Not nearly as much, but I feel like I got a lot of sleep and that really made a big difference. I had a lot of sleep and I had some zinc also, and I think that... I think that really helps. As long as it wasn't Zima. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my buddy, uh, other buddy, likes to uh, he informed me of the zinc, and that's really seemed to make quite quite a bit of difference uh, as yeah. far as not getting sick so often. So. My dad said the same thing about the zinc. Yeah. Yep. That's good uh, that's good information. Well, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? Well, just real quick too. I want to say, you know, and that's that's more time for outdoors potentially. You're damn right. Unless you're Eric and you're going to do it anyway. But uh, that's right. Okay, so what's on the agenda for today? Well, actually, um, real quick, I just want to mention it's been um, it's been a pretty decent summer so far. I got to say, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've had we've had plenty of rainy days, but at the same time, um, plenty of really nice ones so far. So. Yeah, we been, floated down a river recently, right? That's true. We, we did. We didn't talk about that, did we? I don't, I don't recall that, but it's very no, possible. No, our, our DIYs worked out pretty well on our camping trip, did they not? They, I mean, mine didn't so much, I don't think, but 
Yeah, everyone else's did, I I believe. Um, I remember yours working. I yeah, the, the the Clementine thing, they kind of worked briefly, but they looked terrible. <laughs> they were not the best. My lantern proved successful and cheap and easy, so I was happy about that. Yes, and I never got a chance to try. I was also going to try the racks that you put in the coolers and never actually did that, but maybe next year or Our, sooner. I think Dave had one of the better ones, right? Those uh, jars of what he put in there, citronella or something. I don't know. It was burning all night. Yeah, yeah. That's some, some nice uh, candles. It's, that's funny. I wasn't sure if we wanted to mention them by name, but I guess technically we did have them on the show once before. That's right. We can say his name. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave's not here, man. Fisherman Dave from back in like episode three or something. Someone that was a random caller, of course, that we had <laughs> nothing, <laughs> didn't plan out at all. Anyway, yeah, he was with us. But at any rate, um, I suppose we can, we can uh, carry on then. The activity of the week. This week's activity of the week is traveling, which is a pretty broad thing. And Eric mentioned this to me before, and I tend to agree. Saying just traveling in general is, it's a lot. There's a lot of things you can talk about there. So we're just going to do our best here and uh, start right off here with a little uh, article that Eric found. You want to uh, briefly discuss that? Yeah, this article I'm actually kind of excited about um, for all of our listeners that have listened to the show. There's a certain way I like to end every show, and uh, this article actually says, or it's titled, Get Get Outside. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. It's actually from MNN.com, Mother Nature Network. So that's pretty rad. Uh, get Outside. It, I wanted to bring this up um, because it talks about which major U.S. cities or states have um, some of the best places to go outside or the most access- accessibility to nature. Um, so I thought that was actually pretty pretty cool. And Shane and I do talk about Wisconsin a bit, so figured, you know, let's talk about some of the other cool places to go. And, and the reason to go would be to get outside. Indeed. That is a big reason for it. And I got to say, you know, you go on vacation – you really don't spend a lot of time indoors generally, do you? I sure hope not. Pretty much any vacation. I mean, with the exception of, let's say, like a uh, something like a, a Dragon Con or a Comic Con or something like that. <laughs> or, you know what? Um, so, I think one of the things you wanted uh, me to mention is I have a trip coming up. And I'm going to be going to uh, Salt Lake City, the Grand Canyon, and Las Vegas. And I've never been to any of those. Um, most of that, or I should say, obviously the Grand Canyon, there's really no other choice but to be outside during that time. But the other two locations, I may actually be indoors a fair amount. One of which is a, is a, I don't want to say it's a convention, but it's a, it's a, this big event. It's, I can just go ahead and say it. it's called Nerdtacular. So go ahead and judge me however you'd like. You're but, judged. <laughs> your, your career on this show is over. I'm pretty excited about it regardless. <laughs> um, but it's at this Snowbird Resort in Salt Lake City, and it's it's supposed to be 
pretty beautiful there, actually. So I'm going to try to be outside as much as I can there. Well, the you name's know. a dead giveaway. Snowbird Resorts? I mean, that's where right. all the, uh, I mean, uh, old people would go when they retire, right? To get out of the cold, nasty winter from their Midwestern states. <laughs> um, so it's a ski hill, I think, first and foremost. Oh, uh, and maybe resort. I had it backwards. <laughs> um, but at least that's my understanding of it. So I'll have to check it out. It sounds like a lot of fun. And then Vegas, I mean... Yeah, we'll be walking outside down the strip and all that, but um careful thinking... for those moving sidewalks, Shane. They they only go one way. Is is that real? Yeah, they only move you into the casino and then it's a <laughs> real pain in the ass to get back out. <laughs> <laughs> good okay. Luck. Good. Thanks. Thanks for the tip. Appreciate that. Yeah, good to know. So if I and, want to be more outside. And when you outside... take the, uh, the little train they have, it runs behind the casinos, so you have to walk all the way through the casino to get to the strip. So another... You are blowing my mind right now. I have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about, so I'm excited for it. But, you know, again, I, I don't know. Probably, actually, unfortunately, we'll be spending more time indoors be- because of, well, apparently because of these moving walkways that drive me indoors. Uh, <laughs> what's interesting about that is I would say get outside for fresh air but I think they pump oxygen into the casino so you you might be better off breathing the air in the casino <laughs> than in downtown Las Vegas nice <laughs> Shane's gonna get plenty of fresh air in Vegas mm-hmm. good I hope so I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to be outdoors as much as possible but again it's not like it's not like our Nicaragua trip where that was literally outdoors Nearly 24-7, other than, you know, sleeping and... A hostel with no screen or window cover. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. We didn't, you know, we didn't really get a chance to talk too much about our trip, but and I, this might be the time to do it, but uh, I don't know. Do you want to go more into it or no? Well, we can just kind of hit on the bullet points, the bigger fun things. I mean, there were... Th- three major places we traveled to outside of the capital um, of Managua. So the first city was Granada, mm-hmm. which was yeah. real historical, very beautiful, a lot of culture, right? Yeah, also, you know, supposedly one of the more dangerous places. Managua was, not not Granada. Oh, right. Yeah, apparently I'm mixing them up now. So yeah, Managua, <laughs> we didn't stay there too long, but we did stay at a pretty cool hotel. Um and then they, you know, there's a lot of these buses that take you an hour or two hours for a, a dollar. Two dollars, I think, or maybe it was a dollar. Yeah, a buck it's or called two. Like Collectivo, or no, they called them the chicken buses. It was a chicken oh, bus. right. Very colorful looking bus. Mm hmm. And, you know, real cheap. Um, took us to Granada, and then we spent a couple nights there. Had a lot of fun, you know, walking around. A lot of kids coming up to us asking for money and. Uh, offering us other things yeah uh selling different things different culture (sighs) yeah but there's monkey island that was kind of neat that was Mm -hmm. uh in granada there was the there's a thousand was it uh 365 islands right right one for every day of the year yeah uh one of which monkeys live on and they eat suckers (laughs) yeah it was seemed like a pretty small island something called monkey island i think there was only maybe four or five monkeys on it but i don't know if they were all different types uh one was different the one they called michael jackson because it oh geez <laughs> had a white face and uh yeah different colored body so 
This is not this is not coming from us. This is uh This is what the locals call him. Yeah. But anyway, everyone jokes about that, I guess. No, it was neat. Then we uh, traveled uh, further south towards Costa Rica. Um, we went to San Juan del Sur, which uh, quote-unquote Americanized. That doesn't necessarily mean Americans were there. It just had a more of a, an American-type feel, so very laid back, a lot of surfers. So um, a lot of really cool beaches, of which we went to two. One was nice, one was crappy. The nice one we surfed for the first time in my life, actually. You too, yeah? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, real quick, just wanted to mention. Also, we went to the volcano at in uh, Granada. Also, uh, yeah, that was uh, Mumbacho. That sounds poss- possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the name. I didn't pay too close attention to the volcano names, to be honest. Um, but that was a lot of fun. We ziplined there and and yeah, uh, hiked up there and stuff. That was pretty neat. So we did outdoor. I mean, a lot of outdoors. Shane did a Superman on yep. the zipline. The you don't top... sign a waiver. You just show up and go. Yeah, so. that was really interesting. <laughs> Clearly, they don't have the same kind of legal issues down there because no waiver at all. Just show up. And I was I was really – I'm not going to lie. When, when they had us go upside down on that, that was, <laughs> that was really kind of scary at first. Um, maybe not so much for you. You've done, like, skydiving and all that good stuff. But um, at any rate, the top of that volcano was easily some of the best scenery I, I can remember seeing in a long time, possibly ever. Um, I had the pictures to prove it. What did you yeah, think about? It the, was uh, the walk down killed my legs. That's for that's sure. Um, that's and that's where you see our our uh, current profile picture on Facebook is that walk down from that volcano actually. Yeah, it was impressive. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Indeed. We did climb so, another volcano on uh, Ometepe Island, which is a dual volcano island. It's an island made up of two volcanoes. Uh, that was our last morning there. Yep. Or second to last, technically. but. And that was that that came right after San Juan del Sur. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that, briefly. We crammed a lot in there in just a single week, and everyone we were there seemed to think that was not enough time. Yeah. Everyone there either stayed there when they traveled or uh, they were there for, you know, holiday. Or, ex- or extended their it. vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice it was a lot of fun. We'd highly recommend it. Just if you do that, just, uh, you know, in our case, Eric kind of had an in, so he knew the places to go. And um, we don't necessarily want to recommend you go any place dangerous without having some sort of plan but no at, definitely. At the but the, the lonely planet um website is going to be your that was my one of my primary sources and that was also recommended to me by the person that had been there the lonely planet travel guide is going to be a huge help there you go cool thanks man mm-hmm. so what are some other different ways you can go about traveling anyway we uh, clearly we didn't just drive down there or uh yeah obviously we had to take a plane it's really kind of our only option, especially if we're only spending a week there. But there are certainly multiple different uh, methods of traveling, and we just wanted to quick touch on some of those options. Um, well, I want to touch on it just because I've traveled a lot of different ways, and each has its own unique experience. Uh, for me, traveling 
it's so cliche, but a lot of it's more about the journey than the destination. So um, your mean of travel is going to be pretty important a lot of times. Right. Depending on how much time you have. But I, I want to circle back, Shane, if I can. Yeah, do it. Uh, I didn't get to list off any of the, any of the places. <laughs> oh, sorry. We still... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, that article, uh, MNN.com. What was that again? What did that stand for once more? Uh, it was Mother Nature Network. That's a cool name. I like it. Uh, the first one that came up was Portland, Oregon, actually. And I, I've been there, and it was fantastic. They talk about the Columbian River Gorge, which is uh, beautiful. There's countless hiking trails that lead to beautiful waterfalls hidden in deep what seems like a rainforest because it's so lush green with all the rain, so it's very mossy, very green. Um, a great community for outdoor activity if you if you travel there. Did you want to list off one or two and maybe also, if you are looking also, at it? Clearly, the center of the show, Portlandia, just throwing that <laughs> out there, which is pretty funny, actually, if you get a chance to watch that. I think it's still on Netflix, last I checked. Uh, you know, I have the article up here. Is this like a page-by-page page thing? Yeah, on the right, you got to click through it, one by one. I'm not going to lie, I hate those. I'm not a fan either, but uh, I know mul- it's just uh, well, too interesting I know to pass up. I know at one other person that's not a fan, actually, on, on one of, I'll just say on Techies, uh, Matt on Techies is also not a fan of the page-by-page page, uh, <laughs> articles. I don't really get it. I like scrolling. We have scrolling for a reason. Let's just go ahead and keep doing that. I don't know why. Sorry, my computer's being unbearably slow right now. One of them that comes up is Knoxville, Tennessee. And that's a place I haven't been that would fit into many of the means of travel that we have listed. Um, one which would be a road trip I don't think would be... Uh, too far off from not I, I don't think it'd be that hard to road trip from Wisconsin to Knoxville so if any of our listeners are from any of the locations we're listing off uh, please pipe in if, oh, if you wow. could that, that'd be fantastic but sorry uh, they're talking about the Appalachian towns down there near the Smoky Mountains so I just wanted to quick mention the the yeah, location yeah. they mentioned immediately after Portland is Jackson Hole Wyoming which I have been to actually Really? What did you do yeah. there? I was at the American Wilderness Wilderness Leadership School or American. There might be a youth in there. Were you going to say Wilderness School? <laughs> no, maybe it is. I think it's just American Wilderness. <laughs> did it again. <laughs> Wilderness Leadership School. Been doing the show too long, apparently. Um, which is a cool, it's just a cool outdoor camp for youth. Um, you, you go out and you do just different outdoor activities, survival type things. Um, you know, I remember learning how to tie a, a fly fishing. Uh, what do you call that? Fly fishing. Fly, fly fishing. Fly, I guess. Fly, <laughs> I guess that's what it is. The fly. Um, oh. At one point, we went out and uh, set up our own lean-to and slept out out in the middle of nowhere overnight, just just with a lean-to, and that whole time I was creeped out. And it's funny, I was actually literally just thinking about this today for whatever reason but um don't think i got a wink of sleep because i'm thinking like i'm hearing things around thinking there's bears or moose or something around because it's just this tarp we have leaned over a branch (laughs) and then we did things like throwing tomahawks um it's been a long time but um since i was there last but it was a really great experience and it was like a whole week there that i spent so good times and i I believe there's uh, Safari Club is a big supporter of that also. Hmm. So all it's it's all's all AWLS for short. So 
That sounds pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, and you know, they mentioned uh, Grand Teton National Park on there, too. It's just a short distance, and we I do remember briefly kind of stopping by there also. Oh, and then also in Jackson Hole, uh, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, we went into town at one point, and they have these, uh, there's this, it's like the center of town or something, and they have these arches compiled of elk antlers, and they, they call them like elk horns or arch of elk horns or something like that, but How original. I think that's one of the, one of the distinct parts of Jackson Hole. So Do you have any pictures of this? Somewhere, yeah. Uh, you have to dig that up. Sure. Do a flashback Thursday or Tuesday. I don't know which one it is. I don't know where they'd be at this point. This is far before I had digital cameras or anything like that. But um, yeah, I don't know where they would even be. So is there, what else do we got here? There's a whole bunch, man. I'm going to call yeah. up the other one that I see here. It's number 15 of 17. And I'm, I'm doing it because it, it mirrors the first. It's actually Portland, Maine. Um, oh. Just to cap it off Dif- what it says. Well, this is a different Portland. Yeah, Portland, the Maine. The first one um, was the was the right Portland. I mean, was the, Oregon. <laughs> the other Oregon. Well, not, technically, it'd be the left Portland, really, because it's the West Coast. This is the East Coast. to be the right Oregon. side of the country. Yeah, okay. But it, it says it's uh, one of the better or best places to see kayak, which I've never seen kayak. I don't know what how, how that differs from regular kayaking, necessarily. I think they're longer kayaks, maybe. But it says they have... Um, over 100 miles of nature trails, and it's named one of the quote-unquote foodiest towns in America by Bon Appetit magazine. So that sounds pretty cool because I like food, so. Oh, foodiest. Mm-hmm. I mean, Because people are considered to be, a, a, are you a foodie? Are you a foodie? Right? Right. Probably. Yeah. I do like- not spend too much time here. We'll share the link. It's pretty awesome. Um I just like to uh, find new ways to inspire myself to to get out and do things. So this is a great, great article in my opinion. Yeah, good suggestions here. So yeah, all right, back to different uh, ways to travel. Um, yeah, clearly, so road trips are a big thing. I mean, they're potentially a cheaper way to travel. I mean, considerably cheaper, depending on how far you're going, I suppose. I, you could go quite a distance though and still save a lot of money with the car um for instance one one year i went to virginia beach you know here from wisconsin that was um that was a good that was a good ride but uh ultimately i think you know my friend and i saved quite a bit by not deciding to uh take the plane ride down there and the, and i've been numerous times to colorado actually by car which with family so it's not you know it's maybe not the same traditional road trip either with my mom and my brother and my grandparents it's maybe not the same as with friends but uh especially when i've got my grandparents there and uh maybe bickering a little bit but uh (laughs) along the road but anyway either way i've done it and uh I think I think plane is probably my preference at this point. <laughs> plane is good. Um, <laughs> I honestly found that train wasn't a bad route of travel. I took a train to Virginia, and I got to tell you, it's not the quickest way. Um, it is less expensive than a plane in most cases, from what I remember. But the legroom was 
unbelievable. They had a food cart. They had a, a window cart or like a scenic, scenic cart. So you just sit and it was all windows. You could just take in the scenery. And I thought the cool thing about the train was you cut through some of the parts of the country you wouldn't see otherwise. You wouldn't see this on a road. You wouldn't see it on the plane. You are cutting through some pretty neat valleys and tunnels. And I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. They also had a sleeping car. So, yep. So that was, was like, Amtrak? This, is, or? this isn't that bad. I don't know if there's any other options, but you rode Amtrak or what was mm-hmm. it? I think it was Amtrak, yeah. yeah. I took a train to Chicago, connected there, which was like a lot to take in for having never taken a train. And then from there, I, I think it might have been straight through. I don't remember getting off again until Virginia. I took an Amtrak also. Um, I want to say also to Colorado once. Um, I do remember that being kind of fun all, as well. Um I don't have a lot of memories because this was quite a while ago, but I distinctly remember getting a really good Danish on that train. (laughs) (laughs) And mind you, mind you, the train itself, you're not really outdoors again, but once you get to your destination, hopefully you're able to spend some time outdoors. And um, Amtrak's been around for quite some time here uh, in Milwaukee specifically. Um, But I think it's a fairly cost-effective way to get from point a to point b i i don't remember uh, and i have i actually not expensive know. it was like i mean I, tra- I traveled half the country it was not i mean i, I was i was pretty broke back in my younger days because i was an right. idiot so i was like wow this is cheap and if i thought it was cheap in my younger day then it's definitely not expensive now right that's true i mean i'm sure prices have gone up a bit um at this point but uh certainly certainly got to be cheaper than a plane I would think yeah. it's going to take yeah, you a little longer. So. But, and then uh, you have bus, which is an alternative to train, which uh, I thought bus was very colorful. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a Greyhound is what I'm talking about. Right. It's you not... get different walks of life. Um, but it was still nice because I didn't have to drive and have to deal with the stress of traffic. Um, That's true. It, wasn't terribly long and I got to read a couple I think I read like a book or two or whatever it was um, and that's for more of like a shorter distance I think I took that like a state or two over mm-hmm. um, that wasn't yeah, bad clearly it's going to um, take you you know just about as much time as just you driving yourself but you know to your point you're you not driving time is going to f- probably fly by faster you can be more productive if you I mean now yeah, nowadays you have your hotspots and your cell phones and all your technology that can make you productive. So honestly, it'd be a good way to um, research the area that you're traveling to potentially. Get a good idea of what to expect when you get there, help plan things or book things, things of that nature. I said nature. Good work. <laughs> okay, so we've, I mean, we've briefly touched on planes also. Um, and I kind of think, uh, you know, as I said, my uh, planes are, uh, <laughs> you heard that too. Yeah, the heck. <laughs> yeah, it's Skype. It happens. Um, so planes are, babe. They're for the most part my uh, my travel method of choice at this point. It's gonna say it's not. I mean, it's gonna cost you a fair amount, but I try to find the cheapest prices I can through either kayak or uh, uh, orbits. One of those two seem to be pretty good choices for that, and uh, I can get pretty good deals. Generally, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's the same anymore. It used to be Tuesdays. 
like at 2 p.m. was the ideal time to get tickets. Um, I think maybe people caught on to that. They may be wised up a bit. But, um, you know, it's just good. You just got to keep checking back, checking back, looking for the best price. And ultimately, you can get pretty decent, um, you know, pretty decent price if you keep looking back at it, I think. That was the case, well, with Nicaragua specifically, I think. It may not have been on a Tuesday when I specifically said, but I think we ended up getting it cheaper than yeah. how, what it started with. Well, it nah, nah. <laughs> no. Well, I was the hawk watching it every every multiple times throughout the day. Um, yeah, and it, it would have been cheaper if I would have booked it like a month earlier. It was six hundred initially, and then having waited and waited, it started to then fluctuate between seven and nine. Uh, we ended up getting it for around the seven hundred mark, but. Really? Is that what happened? Yeah. Clearly, Eric bought the tickets. <laughs> but <laughs> I do still. Anyway, I thought I thought we did better than that, but maybe that was not one of those cases. I feel like with this uh, Utah trip, I think we did pretty good. So I I think my philosophy is the earlier you can book, the the cheaper it's going to be, and and you want to go as quick and advanced as possible. Yeah, but okay. I mean, that 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 really kind of depends because it probably depends on how. Uh, popular of a location it is potentially because you get close enough to the date and they want they need to sell those tickets so that's that's a factor too I think and I think so I don't think it's always uh, the further out necessarily I think sure no you're probably got a point there however um, I think our flights are all booked full weren't they that could very well be. Maybe it's, I mean, that could partially be just because they don't have as many, uh, they don't do as many flights there. Sure. You know, I'm sure that as as other locations. And and that could be something between international. Maybe there's a big difference between international and, and uh, uh, regional well, flights. Or you domestic. Know? Yeah, domestic, right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm um, domesticated, so. Good, good. No, not. <laughs> I, uh... Really want to? I do want to get back on the road again. Yeah, no, I was just actually thinking that we could take a horse. We could boat. We could. I was a certified. Sa- I did take uh, sailing lessons. Could on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Okay, thanks, Willie. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's the wine talking. No, it's weird. I think we thought about that at the same time. I realized I hadn't played that yet, but there it is. We seriously, um, I, 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 I've had a lot of fun with uh, the road trips. One of them was with uh, Shane, kind of. He was in a separate car, <laughs> but the boundary waters was ten hours. Yeah, that was that was longer than our flight to Nicaragua, man. Pretty decent though. I yeah, it was actually kind of fun. I mean, the the ride, uh, it's is what it is. You get to at least jo- enjoy scenery, even though you're sort of technically indoors while you're on the trip but i can roll the windows down or you yeah. take a motorcycle if you have one then you're not in a cage this is a cage yeah that's true uh so uh let's see so speaking of on the road again speaking of on the road again um well we, we kind of talked about cars already right yes sir yeah uh and we talked about buses Pretty self-explanatory, yeah. We got it. They got it. We got it. <laughs> on the road. Uh, can travel. Uh, I guess I guess horses can go on the road. Yeah, the Amish use them. The cops use them. 
people use them. Horses travel by horse. Because uh, it's their self. <laughs> okay. I, suppose I have one true. horsepower and it's me. Nay. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you've also got, and this is kind of, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how much actual traveling, how much real traveling you can do with this, but uh, a hot air balloon, that's, that is a method hey. of travel, technically. Um, right. I don't, I, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been in a hot air balloon. Maybe once. I have. They say it's pretty cool. You haven't? I guess it's, I, I bet you it's kind of hot. You think? You got that big ball of freaking hot air. Maybe I was one time. Uh, again. Well, how would I you not young. remember that? Uh, again, I might have been young. Uh, it wasn't often. It may have just been one time, if at all. Did you drink as a kid? <laughs> no. Young no. and blacked out? Uh, not that I recall. But um, you see them all the time, at least around here. You see them uh, just kind of It's always going, in the summertime, going right? Through, going through the sky. Just there, there, there's, oh, oh, it's a hot air balloon. It's always a big deal, too. I, it always seems like it's a big deal for whatever reason. It's kind of like seeing a rainbow. Hot air balloons and rainbows. Double hot air balloon. What does it mean? We don't know. What does it mean? Um, yeah, I don't think... I, I mean, you hear about... I suppose you do hear about people that go around the world in a hot air balloon, that kind of craziness. So I suppose it's you can do that. You have like a year. Perhaps. But probably not the um, fastest method of transportation out there. Some people aren't in a hurry. That's true. Good scenery, I'm sure. All that good stuff. Probably, yeah, much better scenery than on a plane. I'll give it that. And then, of course, um, you've got your uh, methods of travel via the the sea or water in general. Yeah, seabirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, no? <laughs> I know, I'm making stuff up. <laughs> Uh, sailing would be awesome. Sail away, sail away. Come sail away, come sail away with Wildernet. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> then we got, you know, fishing boats, uh, motorboat, or <laughs> did I just say like that? <laughs> motorboat and son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, and, 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 and just your standard row, row, row your boat, I suppose. You don't have it down here. Canoes, of course. Is always, well, I mean, yeah, for the Indians going down the river back in the, the day. The Native, day. Native Americans, Eric. I'm sorry. Is the proper nomenclature. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, and uh, cruises, for instance. Uh, plenty of those going on. Lately, not so great in the news with the cruises, but... Um, I've heard Alaskan cruises are always amazing. You always think the tropics, but... I've never heard someone not like an Alaskan cruise, and I know a lot of people that have done them, weird people even, that I don't acquaint with normally. I have a friend, a good friend that uh, went on one as well. Um, I have yet to go on a cruise, but someday, someday, I hope to do that. And and Uh, I don't even know how fast do those things go. They're huge. Fast enough to party on. Do you remember the one we saw in San Juan del Sur? Yeah, it's a city, right? That thing was huge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, but they don't go very fast because I was there for quite a while. Um, just coming into shore. Be a good way to see a lot of destinations, I suppose. 
Have you taken a cruise? Who would you use? Where did you go? Tell us your story. Yeah. Do it. Um, Who do you recommend? What's it What's it like? Did you get sick? Did you get so, seasick? Something else uh, that I don't have down on here. Um, actually, I just thought of another one, too. But uh, a ferry. Uh, people take ferries all the time as actual methods of transportation. We almost fell off of a ferry. That's cool. No, it happened, remember? We almost fell off a ferry? In Nicaragua, we almost fell off that ferry on the way to the island. Did we? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were right by the edge. Well, we're, yeah, okay. And it was, yeah, if you can call that a ferry, it, that seemed just like a, <laughs> a barge. fishing boat or something. I, yeah, it was, they just tying all the stuff on there, bikes and stuff. And By bikes, it means motorcycles. Scary. Yes, motor, motorbikes. Motorbikes, yeah. Yeah, and the uh, uh, the ride back was much bigger, better boat that had actual seating and uh, but yeah, the ride there I got a lot more sick on the ride there, and it was I didn't get too bad. I tried to focus on the water and the You're horizon. Supposed to focus on the horizon, I think. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the You're horizon. doing it wrong. That's what I ho- I was focusing on the horizon. I was. You're focused on something. Something. Something that wasn't on the boat. That's all I know. Oh, I thought you were focusing on something that was on the boat. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trying not to do that. Uh, but it was... Shane's so respectful. It seemed to work okay. Um, not like my trip in uh, New Zealand. I got really sick on a fishing boat once. That was not so great. Um, ever since then, I can't even go on the Tilt-A-Whirl. It's crazy. Actually, I think I did once with you, but... Uh, well, you yeah. didn't puke, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. Um, I personally want to take jetpack. I vote jetpack. That's yeah, right, I said it. I Sure, let's do it. Let's rocketeer it. That reminds me of that video with the guy that does the whole <laughs> And it starts right now. It starts right now. Yeah, wish I had that up. I'd play that right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they... There are actual, uh, I don't know if you can call them jetpacks, uh, water-propelled uh, packs. I don't, know, I don't know what the actual official name is for them, to be honest. It's a water, water jetpack. Yeah. I, I suppose, yeah. It is a jet, I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except it's attached with a cord of some sort. I suppose you got to get the water in there somehow. That's how that works. Yeah, you can't drink it, so. No, that's true. You know what else I just thought? Uh, another. There's so many different types of boats i just uh so i was on uh out at uh the beach the other day and there was like an old old style ship on the lake it's crazy uh yeah it was uh it's crazy i don't think you can really uh travel by that too much anymore but well unless you're on the cast of the pirates of the caribbean it's not happening that's true I still, I'd like to know what that was or where it was going or, I don't know, but uh, it, was, it was cool to see. So there are many types of boats, this we know. Uh, what, what else can we say? Submarine? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the Navy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Choppa? The Choppa. Choppa. I've never been one of those. Oh, the Choppa. I, that's another thing I did in New Zealand, actually. Uh, did take a helicopter and did some whale watching from the air it's a little scary uh at least when you're up in there it's not so bad but like taking off and landing 
kind of scary actually but uh fun stuff fun stuff good times go so travel. traveling yeah go travel go travel somewhere anywhere use any way to travel tell us about it, right it as long as you're going outside at some point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. word in the woods Okay, so for Word in the Woods this week, we just wanted to brief touch on something that Eric actually brought to my attention uh, a couple weeks back. He showed me a nice little YouTube video. And actually, I think I'm just going to play that real quick, just just a brief part of it. If Are you okay with that, sir? Yes, that, please. Uh, all right, let's just, let's just go ahead and do that. I just realized it's not actually at the beginning. We're going to go ahead and play that now. Hope there's no ads. Solar freaking roadways. What are they? They're solar freaking roadways. What do they want from me? Well, they're solar freaking roadways. Okay, so actually this time, what is it? It's technology that replaces all roadways, parking lots, sidewalks, driveways, tarmacs, bike paths, and outdoor recreation surfaces with solar panels. And not just lifeless, boring solar panels, smart microprocessing, interlocking, hexagonal solar units. No more useless asphalt and concrete just sitting there baking in the sun, needing to be repaved and filling with potholes that ruin your axle alignment on your sweet ride, bro. These are intelligent solar panels. Replace the panel at a time if damaged or malfunctioning. They're covered with a new tempered glass material that has been designed and tested to meet all impact, load, and traction requirements. Oh, and did I mention that they're also solar panels? They generate electricity. They generate capital. They pay for themselves and they keep paying more because we're not going to run out of sun for like 15 billion years. That lowers the cost of energy, unlike those bills in the mail that keep going up and it's clean energy. Everyone can theoretically drive an electric car with no pollution and a minimal carbon footprint. Can you imagine how good our cities would smell? How much healthier we'd all be? Excuse me, young man. Am I being led to believe that this thing is some sort of thing? Yes, it's a thing. A real thing. And clean energy is only its primary function. Grab a notepad, because this is where it gets interesting. For those in the north, the panels use energy they collect to power elements to keep the surface temperature a few degrees above freezing. They're heated. No more ice and snow on roads causing traffic delays, accidents, and injury. No more shoveling your driveway and sidewalk. No salt corroding your car or wasting tax money on snow removal. And you can ride your bike or drive your motorcycle all year round. Whoa! Every panel has a series of LED lights on the circuit board that can be programmed to make landscape designs, warning signs, parking lot configurations, whatever. These roads never have to have lanes repainted, just reprogrammed to whatever we choose or whatever works best. Imagine a highway road lighting up ahead of you. How much safer it would be to drive at night. There'd be improved visibility for pilots landing on solar landing strips. Imagine walking onto a solar recreation court and choosing a sports configuration. Want to play basketball? Cool. Kids want to play hopscotch in Foursquare? Awesome. Ball hockey? Done. And with LED D lights under your feet, it's gonna look like freaking Tron out there. But real, because this is the real world. Whoa. But these panels are also pressure sensitive, so they can detect when large debris like branches or boulders have fallen onto the road, or if an animal is crossing. It can warn drivers with LED text to slow down for an obstruction. I'm very, you know, environmentally conscious. Good, because solar roadways use as much recycled material in their production as possible. Plus, the roadways have two channels that form what's called a cable corridor that runs concurrently with the roadways themselves. One part houses electrical 
optical cables, meaning power lines, data lines, fiber optics, and high-speed internet, which replaces the need for telephone poles and hanging wires that can be damaged during storms causing power outages or become extremely dangerous if severed either as fallen live wires or buried cables. The other channel captures and filters storm water and melted snow, moving them either to a treatment facility or treating them on-site, greatly decreasing the amount of pollution that enters our soil, lakes, rivers, and oceans. I'm kinda broke, bruh. Yeah, no kidding. The economy is in the toilet. Do you realize how many thousands of jobs this could create and sustain? Talk about a hypodermic adrenaline shot to the heart of the manufacturing and infrastructure sector. And it pays for itself. They're solar freaking roadways. Um, I have concerns about the future. Is this thing even possible? I told you, yes. Solar roadway technology was invented by engineering couple Julie and Scott Broussaw in 2006. Two of the sweetest people in the world who met when they were three and four years old. Listen to these two. Hi, we're Scott and Julie Broussaw, inventors of solar roadways. We met in the 1960s when we were three and four years old. These wonderful, intelligent people want to begin manufacturing a technology that can power the future of the whole freaking planet. They were awarded a contract from the Federal Highway Administration to build two prototypes, which are now complete. They're too humble and wonderful to yell at you over the internet, so I'm gonna do it. You need to know about this technology. You need to get behind it. You need to share it with everyone you know, because this is actually happening. Whoa! For the first time in human history, we have the technology to do what nature has done since the beginning of life on this planet. Harness Dear the little, power of the sun through, yeah. to fuel our pursuits. And this isn't about filling a field with solar panels wasting land. Our roads and parking lots are just sitting there, reflecting sunlight and absorbing heat, not doing nothing for nobody. Which I guess means it's doing something for somebody, but not very much. It's time for an upgrade. We have to make the changes we want to see in the world. The FH. Shane got pretty lost there in that, as did I. But you were watching it, were you not? Yeah, no, my computer locked up for about five minutes there. <laughs> Interesting. Ah, glad to see it's back. Okay, so yeah, you guys get the gist, right? <laughs> Solar freaking roadways. Uh, oh, yeah, I've, let's see here. So I had my article up before everything crashed. You have an article, right, Eric? Yeah. You have an article specifically regarding solar freaking roadways. Uh, more or less. It's from the uh, CNN tech side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. I wasn't planning on quoting too much from it, actually, but I did have a certain selection here. Uh, Bruce is the, one of the, the engineer, the guy that started this. Um, and uh, we all know how everyone loves our quotes. So, quote, in the beginning, about half of the people thought we were geniuses and the other half thought we were nuts. Uh, before quickly adding that now the vast majority of reactions are positive and supportive. Uh, what Bruce said is, I think that many people expect their governments to solve the world's problems, but the climate crisis is getting worse and our politicians seem baffled. Uh, he says, many of our greatest technologies were created in someone's garage that that's where Solar Roadways was born, and we think that we finally have a solution to, that, uh, to the cause of global warming. That was his whole kickoff with all this, actually, was global warming. Hmm. Interesting. But the article's here in the doc. Do you have access to that? In a moment. All right, that's okay. Um, see what else I can rattle off here while you're waiting. Stupid computers. Stupid technology. That's why I hate 
freaking technology. I like to get outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. That video really kind of put a dent in everything, though, right? A dent in everything? <laughs> I mean, it covered a lot. So um, Yeah, it did. I, I just wanted to quick talk about it, though, a little further. You know, I think... I, I don't care. I, it kind of seems... I, I think it's unfortunate it seems like it's a political thing because... I really don't think it should be. And clearly the video listed off just about everything you, all the benefits of it entirely. And I mean, sure. There's some negatives, um, that I can think of such as that. actually the only real negative that I can possibly think of is something called light pollution, which is, I don't know how much of a real issue it is. It's, it's something that, uh, you know, it's clearly what you get in the city and when you can't see the stars, it's not, um, if you had that everywhere, I could see that being an issue, but my biggest thing here is, um, so these solar panels are supposedly going to be able to allow you to, um, you know, if an animal crosses the road to, um, you know, that those panels would potentially light up when the animal's crossing. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a win-win. You're, the animal potentially, you know, the potentially not going to have the animal get hit which saves the animal's life which well I don't until care i go hunt are. it later but either What's way that? then there's more animals to hunt <laughs> there you go exactly i mean no one wants to see uh, that's just a waste you know if an animal gets hit by a car not only that but you're you're also endangering the lives of people in vehicles with with car accidents i think that's a huge reason to do this um the, the salt that it, you don't have to put on the road if it if, i'd like to yeah. see it melt some snow honestly i really <laughs> I really would Wisconsin, like to see it melt some snow in Wisconsin and tolerate what we get pummeled with here in the Midwest. Exactly, if it can yeah. handle that, holy F and A cotton. That's actually that. That's probably the two things that Wisconsin specifically can relate the most to is both accidents via deer because holy cow! Over Memorial Day weekend, did we see and even still are we seeing the dead deer along the roads? It's crazy. Pile up, literally pile up. Their heads are falling off. This is true. Uh, so if that can help resolve that, I think that's huge. And then, again, to Eric's point, the the amount of salt and plows and all this that we currently use is just insane, and it's just blah, so annoying. Plus, not to mention the amount of accidents that that causes with sheer ice and just uh, we're talking about pileups here we are literally talking about fatalities in that process also that could potentially be avoided so as far as a state like wisconsin is concerned i see nothing but positives well they have mock-ups of this i mean they've gotten enough funding now to actually create some of these uh models of the roadways so uh, i think the funding is the biggest problem it's it's weighted to it's rated to handle the weight of um Jeez, what does it say here? Oh, I lost my spot. That's embarrassing for me. Well, 125 tons without breakage. So they're they're coated with this special glass that is not. I mean, you think about smartphones and the way they build those darn little gadgets to handle all this gorilla glass. Blah blah blah. Now this is, I don't know, ten times. More yeah. than what that can handle. 125 tons without breakage? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, 
Now, mind you, yeah, cost-wise, better it's traction because be... it doesn't ruin the the freaking pavement. It, you can you don't get water seeping into the cracks and crevices. It repels it. It's textured. There's mm-hmm. more traction. It's the benefits are really outweighing a lot of the you know negatives yeah, of what we currently just, have. Just to be clear on that, so the LEDs. Uh, I, I mean, my understanding is that I don't I don't actually know if it's if the heat is coming from the solar panel or if it's from the LEDs, but either way, it's supposed to be heated and uh but i think one of the coolest things and also one of the things that i'm somehow considering a negative is is the led lights which could potentially be the lines of the road and i mean the possibilities are endless with that which you could change at any point you know if 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 some of them go out they literally could become their own caution or their own they could switch direction of the way that the the lines in the road go just to be able to repair one of the panels you know, it's well. Think about construction. You don't have to have a whole road replaced. You just replace a panel or five right. panels or whatever it is. You don't have to dig up a whole effing road. And clearly, uh, clearly, it's uh, it's a long ways off, unfortunately. And it's going to take a long time. But they're going to do this in a case by case basis. They need to test one road at a time. Um, but I think it's a good start. And and I'd heard of cheaper or longer lasting alternatives to asphalt in the past i've heard of hemp can you can make a, an asphalt with hemp right not to get all freaking hippie stoner agent anybody but seriously right that's supposed to be better stronger cheaper right and yeah i don't remember if that's what i had heard before but i'd, I'd heard some kind of material that was supposed to last a lot longer and let me tell you the road construction is out of hand there's a lot of it is happening all the time and no no offense to the people that do that construction but it it is rather annoying to drivers who you know are are used to going a certain way all the time and 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 then to get bombarded by construction well, it can be dangerous for the driver and the construction worker yeah and it is pretty often but um this would be i think this would be this would be a good thing for all of that it's good i'm good with the solar roadways solar freaking road research it research it it's pretty neat check yeah. it out yeah, good stuff. Um, did anyone call in today? Do Do you know if anyone called in today? No. <laughs> okay, so nobody called in. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I find that surprising because I feel like we're getting more and more downloads of of the Wildernet podcast. So um. You know, we have to find a way to make people able to call in. Well, yeah, call, okay. I'm saying forward. call in. I don't necessarily mean actually call in. But <laughs> what you could do is you could literally send us a voice memo attachment from your iPhone, for instance, and that would be essentially calling in. Um, send it to our email address though, at wildernetpodcast at gmail dot com. It's a good place to reach us. Actually, it's one of the only one of the few, but. Go ahead, contact us, let us know uh, what's going on uh, with you, if you have any special stories or anything like that you want to talk to us about, about your adventures in the outdoors, we'd, we'd love to hear about it because, you know, we're always just talking about our own adventures and frankly, we're kind of sick of it, I think. We <laughs> we need to hear someone else for a while, for a change. Yeah, we'd love to share a full-on story 
You know, give us a story. Um, I, dang it, we forgot to mention this at the beginning because I don't Tell think people listen this long. What's that? But seriously, uh, you know, share a story with us. We'll read it on the air. Well, well we were going to mention that at the beginning? Yeah, last time I said we should mention this kind of stuff at the beginning because I don't well, think we could. people make it this we far. We still could. I could still go back and do, do something with that if I really wanted to. Okay, here we go. You're going to cut this part off and <laughs> <laughs> share your story with us and we will <laughs> I, share it with our audience over the air and it will be your story. Well, it is your story, but you know, people, with people everyone know, else, people share know it. about That's it and stuff. Sharing is caring. People helping people is powerful stuff, right? That's right. Very good. Help people get outside. It's healthy. Indeed. So, also, uh, in addition to that email address that I mentioned, you can also find us at facebook.com/slash where to. That's you. Wait a minute. Why am I saying that? <laughs> How many beers have you had on this show? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Wildernet Podcast. Um, on Twitter at WildernetCast. Do we even have... I'm looking at this. Do we even have... I don't think we have our Facebook account on here. Why is that? Weird. Weird. It's it's on the Facebook account, though, so don't worry. It's, uh, I said that right. That is our... Com slash Wildernet Podcast, right? That's right. I hope that's right. Okay, good. Good stuff. All right. Where to find Eric? Where to find you? Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at do, uh, where to hunt. Um, the email address there is, oh boy, uh, where to hunt, the number two. <laughs> I had to think about it. WI at gmail.com. And also the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash where to hunt Wisconsin. Website's coming soon, hopefully. Uh, and then also the apps that I keep talking about are officially being uploaded and approved by both the Android and Apple markets. So um, there'll be a big announcement. Uh, hopefully Shane will help share that with the Wilderness page as well. I need to get an applause sound like ASAP. That would have been clap, a clap, prime clap, clap, clap. time for that. Okay, so you can find me at Shave Maddox on Twitter, which I don't really use that much, but occasionally I'll be there. <laughs> um, wish I had something cool like Bird Hunt. But I do have Techies, the podcast about, uh, what is it about again? <laughs> Simplifying your life our simpler. lives. Simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. Sometimes I get these uh, little taglines mixed up. Rediscovering uh, technology in a uh, nature gadget age. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, check that out. That's one about technology. It's about simplifying our lives. It's not necessarily about not getting more outdoors because... I'm all for technology that involves the outdoors, in fact. And actually, that, that is one thing that I wanted to, uh, that I forgot to mention that uh, about this solar roadways kind of makes, it's kind of unique to both of our shows because, um, well, in this show specifically, because it's about uh, rediscovering nature in a digital age. And I think that's really combining technology and outdoors um, on a fundamental level, I think. So. I think you're right. Good stuff. The Moment of Reflection. Oh, it's just so, so serene. I just wanted to take it in for a second. Okay, I'm good.
So traveling is one of the many things that people can do outdoors. And there are many ways you can actually go about it. As we discussed, plane, train, bus, uh, ship, ferry. Jetpack. Motorcycle. Balloon. <laughs> Balloon. Many ways to do it, so what's your excuse? Get That's out right. there and uh, have a road trip. Do a Have a nice little vacation. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, Enjoy. have a journey. Have an experience. Enjoy the beautiful serene nature uh uh scenery there's some cool places to go in the united states uh some great outdoor places we'll or, share the link check it out in the united states there are other places be, outside the united states i'm just saying if we're gonna take any of these lesser means of travel other than a plane um or even a plane whatever whatever you, know. you can whatever you can do there's, you can muster there's up. plenty of stuff close to home beautiful places i'm sure anywhere anywhere in within a near distance to you know to yourself i would say anywhere in the world you would be able to find something that's that's new to you and and unique and fun to tell your story about exactly sorry Sorry. so (laughs) that's okay so go ahead and go do it and then while you're at it check out the solar freaking roadways solar freaking roadways We'll again. We'll link these uh, on our website, so you can check all that fun stuff out. What is our website, Shane? What is our website? Well, it's. I don't actually know if it's the same anymore, to be honest. Um, but it would be. You can definitely find it at shavemaddox.com/slash/podcasts/slash/wildernetpodcast. I can tell you that much. I can tell you, or I'm sorry, it's just wildernet. But you can find it there. It's also it's listed on our Facebook page, so it's the very first thing in our About section. So check that out. That's where we have all of our stuff for the episode and all of our notes and iTunes link and RSS feed and all that you can find there. So I think uh, I think that'll about do it. Um, yeah, I'm good. That that about does it for me. I don't have on the road again up here anymore, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I would have played it at this point again, but it's gonna take me too long. And I can't That's risk another freeze. So anyway. It's been a lot of fun, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out. Much appreciated. Uh anything else, Eric? No. All right then. Thank you. Hope to hear from hope to hear from you guys. Really, Details. really great to hear you, or to to uh, to have you listening. Uh, anyway, until next time, everyone, take care. Get outside. Get outside. Yeah.